Oh, you gotta install an update. It's all it's the worst time to do it because you are you're like ready to do something with a program and then it says, yeah. I know that you want me to be available to you. How would you like to wait? How would you like to wait an indeterminate amount of time based on our server speed? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and your only options are don't install, which just postpones the problem. And then you have install and quit and install and relaunch, <laughs> which is wait a minute for it to download and then never see the program. <laughs> right. Or wait, wait a minute for it to download and then relaunch and hope that you're good to go. Hope that it's not. There broken. really just need to be more things on there like install on relaunch in like quit and, yes. and reinstall install then give up install then uninstall <laughs> install and then revert to beta version <laughs> one yeah completely uninstall now but really honestly the best option that they all should have is a download and install on next launch mm-hmm. that's what they all should do they how about this how about they all just download an update in the background and then next time it opens It'll auto. It'll just update then. Well, yeah. And then I, yeah, I just either have to that deal, or deal everything should all. just be install on quit because I think they want to be able to reinstall, like, open again, so to make sure shit is good. But like, why don't you just wait until I'm done using you and not when I'm about to use you because I have a thing in my head that I want to yeah. do. Well, I think that's what Chrome and Firefox both do. Is they you they download in the background, and then the next time you open it, it says, "Oh, Chrome it, is doing a Chrome." You don't even have to update because it's constantly updating and like stealing all your data and all all this. But it's, goddamn, is it convenient? But is, is that why it takes uh, all of sixty to seventy percent of my RAM? Yeah, I think it has some algorithm that's like, "How much RAM does this guy have?" Just give me seventy five percent. Never know what I I'll might just, need. I'll just suck up some of that. <laughs> Run some server-side shit on this dude's computer for a while. Just set some some RAMs aside here, just in case. Take uh, one of these one of these nice gigabytes for memes. <laughs> just fill this up with someone else's data for a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't even know why? Let's uh, got a lot of credit card information. Let's pop that on one of these bad boys. Let's pop that over here. Shuffle some of this around. Oh shit. So today, I it was such beautiful weather outside. It was like 72 degrees, beautiful and sunny, a little windy. So I decided to walk down to my local market to do some grocery shopping as opposed to driving further, you know, in traffic and everything. Yeah, saving the environment, getting you know, some exercise. I brought my own bag Being and everything. Being a contributing right? member some, of society. Sure enough, I get there and they're closed on Sundays. Why is a grocery store closed on Sundays? That's an excellent question. Because to me, the best time to go grocery shopping is Saturday or Sunday. Right. When but then you... when do the grocery store employees go grocery shopping? Or do they just always eat what's in the store on their shift and never have to? I think it's just sort of comped into, they just pick stuff up off the shelf and it gets deducted out of their pay. Uh, my image right now of a grocery store employee is that they're constantly just picking things up and taking them to the kitchen and... It's just like a grazing situation in which food is always being prepared uh, by somebody and you always have something to eat there and yes, you just yes, work yes. there every single day. So you don't really yeah. ever have to eat anywhere else. See, I imagined it like a like a restaurant where they will prepare like a staff meal. Mm. So they're cooking constantly, but they don't eat any of that. That that all goes out. It's like someone's job daily to make oh, like shit, a staff meal. Shit. My shit was not recording. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Well, hey, man, I realize now it's supposed to 45 minutes. I now. guess so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I, OK, well, I'm recording your audio from Chrome, so hopefully that works. OK, glad to know you've never trusted me. 
I'd like to say that this is uh, the first time that that's happened in 60 episodes. Also, it happened for two to three minutes, but... Uh, yep. No, no uh, tell me what the view is like on your high horse, please. Uh, Tom, I'm an audio engineer. It's my job to record backups of things. Okay, that's fair. You are an audio engineer. I've had that running since day one. Okay. It's not, it's not that I don't trust you. I don't trust... I don't trust... Humans. <laughs> I don't trust hardware or software because yours could die at any point. Mine could die at any point. And so if I'm recording your voice as well, lo and behold, now I can save the, the cast. Now, Tom, this cast is saved thanks to my... Degree? My student loan debts? <laughs> Professional career? <laughs> So, yeah, so I went to the store, walked to the store. It was closed. I had to walk back home to my car, get in my car, and drive another 15 minutes to a giant supermarket. So the whole thing, all in all, took me like an hour and a half when it should have taken me maybe 25 minutes. Well, how does it make you feel? I mean, not great. All I did was get some stupid groceries because I'm on this stupid health diet thing. The challenge thing for work I'm is doing. Is this the have to drive far away diet where yeah. you can only eat if it's inconvenient and it makes you angry? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it does wonders for your biology. It, it changes hmm. how you digest food if you're angry while you eat it. The pounds just come off if you're raging all the time. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, like those things that uh, vibrate your belly fat to make it magically disappear? Oh, like yeah, those what were bands? those called? Yeah. It's like that, but you're just like constantly vibrating because just, you're so angry <laughs> just out of irritation yeah <laughs> that might work i don't know that should be tested i think we should look into that patent pending speaking of looking into things this welcome to total immersion this is a bi tri or quad weekly podcast <laughs> in which we immerse ourselves in subcultures proving that we know nothing about anything i'm your host tom craig and I'm your also host, Ryland Sedevi. And this week, I have a feeling we're going to talk about mm, grocery stores that are only open certain days a week. Yes. Is that a Tell subculture? Tell me one interesting thing about that subculture. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because they actually do have the best product you can find because they only open when they have truly fresh stuff. Straight from, mm. it's like a farmer's market, but a permanent location. So they only open when they have enough stuff to open the store. So it's like on Wednesdays, they get all this really good produce, but then they're only open for like four hours because they'll sell out of produce and they're like, oh, got to close. That's all we have in the store. Oh, interesting. So Friday, Fridays is meat. Wednesdays is produce. Uh, Saturdays is dairy because it's all the dairy that they got from the meat that they killed the day before. Mm-hmm. And then they get like snacks and shit on Monday. But, you know, that's like not who really goes for snacks. You know what I mean? But that's good, though, because it, it definitely drives up engagement for them because you just have to go to the grocery store every single day. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you know how when you go to a grocery store, there's all those like little end, end cart things where like it's all the super fancy packaging and they want you to look at it and go, actually, you know what? I didn't think I needed this, but I do. Oh, need like this. an impulse buy. Yes. Except the whole now, store is impulse exactly. buys. Exactly. You oh. know you have to go to the store on Monday, just in general. If you want anything, you have to go on Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. Super impulse. Now the whole store is an impulse buy, and you walk out with at least one of everything in the store. 
how about a store that you don't even know what's in it? It's like a ooh, ooh, a mystery like store. a mystery bag store in which I it's like the it. size of a Walmart, and uh-huh. you walk in, and it just tries to solve all the problems you have by selling you things, and you don't know what's going to be in there. It changes all the time. You could come out having spent one or two dollars or oh, five thousand. Wow. Ooh, actually, you know what? That sounds like it should be like a Twilight Zone episode or a Black Mirror. When Amazon opens a new brick and mortar store after taking over all other brick and mortar stores. <laughs> yeah. When you walk into it, you're the only person in your sort of instance of the store and it shows you uh-huh. everything it thinks you want to buy. So you're essentially walking into an ad. Yes. But it's it's wow. your ad. That if that oh man, that probably will exist, dude. Oh, 100%. It's the best application of the Oculus Rift. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's you, but you're totally right. In terms of like augmented reality, that's the first implementation of it is selling you new things. Oh, yeah. It's all ads all the time. Not convenience for map overlays over your eyeballs or anything like that. It'll be giant banner ads that float out from yeah. all the buildings and shit. You're having a conversation with your uh, partner and then periodically in front of their face, it just says, congratulations, you've won. (laughs) (laughs) And everything goes mute and everything you have to try and dismiss it. But it's one of those little tiny buttons up in the top right corner. Yeah, the button keeps moving or you can't find it. Yeah, it's so hard to click. There's no escape key in life, so you can't just hit escape. What are we talking about in life? Well, we're talking about the escape keys in life. This is a little... I guess meta, you could say. We're talking about we we are immersing ourselves in a subculture about other subcultures that you can immerse yourself in. Woof. Okay. What is this? This is all about hobby drama. Oh yes. Please tell me this is just drama about one hobby fighting another hobby. Very close. Oh it's my about god. The the drama within a particular hobby. Slightly less cool. What I wanted is basically, oh, I wanted Hobby Wars. That's what I want. Hobby mm, Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which is much like Junkyard Wars, if you remember that. Heard of it. Uh, where you have two teams in a junkyard and they have a task to build a robot or something to complete a race at the end, but they only use what's in the junkyard, except this is hobbies. So they only have the items that are available to them in their chosen hobby to make the thing to get to the end of the race. I like this. I like this. Mm-hmm. I think you're definitely going to have some duds, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of like pre-screening to figure out what's going on. Like you can't have woodworkers versus like model painters. Yeah, I feel like movie buffs are just going to have <laughs> Blu-ray discs they can throw. Like it's not going to be. They don't have to build a robot every time. You know, they, they maybe maybe it's like an obstacle. Uh, they have to... You sold me on building a robot every time and now you're <laughs> taking that back. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't know who you're talking option. to, but I'm, I'm not about not having a robot be built every time. I'm not trying to roll, roll back the robots. So what is hobby drama? <laughs> hobby drama is exactly what it sounds like. There are a ton of online communities built around this idea of unearthing and discussing drama from other online communities or maybe real life communities. Okay. You've got Facebook groups, subreddits, Ooh. Twitter accounts, Instagram accounts that will post something that is very dramatic and some conflict going on in any drama, in in, um, any hobby. Any hobby, and then what, people hop on and put in their two cents. 
Yeah, and they, they just discuss and have this like ancillary conversation about the main conversation. Okay, so I know there's other drama subreddits, right? Like there's YouTube drama, which is drama between YouTube stars, which is somehow worse than the Jersey Shore to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, high praise. <laughs> there's there's more, right? Like there's a Reddit drama one, right? Yeah, basically every type of internet service you can talk to people on has drama because people are on it right because it's humans right and because there are so many people on any given service each service seems to have at least in one instance of a group that talks about drama on the other services talking shit right so there are subreddit accounts that talk about next door and twitter accounts that talk about next door and right subreddit accounts that talk about Twitter and Twitter accounts that talk about Twitter. So any possible combination exists. Right. I mean, one of my favorite Instagram accounts is uh, Overheard LA and Overheard San Francisco. That's not drama, though, right? Like this is like what you're saying. Specifically drama and it's specifically hobby drama. And it's kind of a gray area, like what's a hobby and what's a subculture. But I spent time looking at the the things that branded themselves as hobby drama. And what does that entail? So one of the groups that I looked into was a subreddit. So for those who don't know, Reddit is an online messaging board and community. And forum, yeah. Yeah, that is split up into, you know, almost countless smaller communities called subreddits that are about a particular topic. So there's the Ask Reddit subreddit in which it's just open Q&A. There's a subreddit about Game of Thrones. There's a subreddit about everything. So because there's a subreddit about everything and there's so many people on there. There's drama about everything. (laughs) Yeah. So the one that I was looking at here was the subreddit called Hobby Drama. Oh, Oh, okay. Wow. Not to be confused with another subreddit called Subreddit Drama, which was specifically a subreddit <laughs> a for posting drama about other subreddits. Can you have drama on Hobby Drama and then it becomes Subreddit Drama because now you have two mm-hmm. subreddits of two different hobbies arguing on Hobby Drama. Now it becomes Subreddit Drama, but then the yeah, argument on Subreddit Drama becomes about why isn't this on Hobby Drama? It's clearly Hobby Drama, not Subreddit Drama. Then there's another argument on subreddit drama about why there's a subreddit and hobby drama drama. <laughs> what you're getting at is very accurate, which is oh, good. <laughs> people will find any size foothold they can to argue over. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, and especially because it's basically an anonymous text-based form. Mm-hmm. So it takes very little to just like, that kind of bugs me. I'm going to write up a whole thing about that in like 10 right. minutes. And then it's this huge post and it blows up, right? Right. So let's talk a little bit about like easy the access. rules. On, so the rules on the hobby drama subreddit. These are the rules. Uh, these are direct quotes. Okay. What is a hobby drama post? A post that describes an experience relating to a hobby you participate in. Okay. It's a story that we as users can read and enjoy. Don't just post text message logs. Tell a story. Okay, that's fair. I, I like that. I don't want to just read something that you posted elsewhere. Tell me because why. Because you need the happened. context, right? right? And yeah. you need to, yeah, be entertained. The I entertainment mean, I, is I, important here. I do like that the experience, uh, that it's specifically rule number one, 
we want our users to read this and enjoy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what is not a hobby drama post? A post that talks about drama related to a Twitch streamer or YouTuber. Because that's a separate subreddit. Yes, because I think those There's have Twitch drama, drama that yeah. are so big. They can't be contained within the <laughs> confines of simply hobby drama. And also hobby, I don't think you just YouTube in general and Twitch in general fall into the, like the mm, hobby. Yeah, not umbrella. really. So that's not a drama okay. post. Also okay. a short one liner or post directly asking for advice. Okay. Not a ho- hobby drama post. Makes sense. And also a post about general news. I mean, sure. Yeah, that go to yeah. subreddit for news for that. So... Last rule here is user posts have been limited to text only. So no video or no pictures. pictures. Okay. Subreddit discussion should be based around personal hobbies, not news articles that can be posted anywhere. It is very, very specifically wow. telling you it needs to be about hobby drama and nothing else. <laughs> nothing else yeah. at all. And we don't want you reposting shit from another forum or anything. This has exactly. to be your experience and your story. Yeah. So what were the, some of the stories? I need to know. So some of the topics, uh, I'll go over them and then kind of drill in, in, into the ones I found interesting. Okay. There were top posts on here from hobbies, including Beanie Babies. Yes. Oh, my God. I need <laughs> to know what they're arguing Mobile about. games. Okay. That's, 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 uh, that sounds about uh-huh. right. Dalmatians. What's the argument on Dalmatians? I can't wait. Just wait. I cannot Growing. I mean, you just, you go back and forward. (laughs) What is the fucking... (laughs) Some some people just want to go forward, man. Okay. Uh, Also, artisanal adult toys. I can't wait to know what that is. Mortal Kombat. Okay. Horse showing. Uh, Is that just like, literally, you just bring in a horse and you go, this is my horse. Let me show you my horse. Imagine like best in show. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. So as we talked about with horses before, lots of rules there to uh, discuss. SpaceX followers. I mean that, you know, Elon, anything Elon Musk is going to have yeah. some shit to it. Pet therapy. Okay. I'm imagining therapy for your pet. And the reason it's drama is because no one knows what the fuck is going to help your pet because they can't communi- <laughs> communicate with you. <laughs> I came in with communication problems and it hasn't gotten better because the dog cannot understand English no matter how hard I've tried. It's just barking at me. I don't know what it wants. Uh, Magic the Gathering. Oh, yeah. People are going to argue about that. Pokemon YouTubers. Not regular Uh, YouTubers, but Pokemon YouTubers. Interesting that that gets by the YouTuber drama rule. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, Pokemon, I guess. TV fandom conference. Wow. That's one thing. Yes. That is one distinct. Okay. Figure skating. Sure. I mean, it's a competition. People just, you know, argue about that. Okay. Discussions. <laughs> Can you have drama about just discussions in general? Is discussions a hobby? Uh, I think so. Maybe. Uh, I don't know about that. Okay. Toy collector forums, drum course, okay. sumo wrestling, okay. softball. The list goes on. Okay. Yeah, it's anything that you could imagine a person doing and maybe doing with other people or talking to other people about doing. Okay. Has, you know, eventually had drama come up about it that people want to see on this subreddit. Okay. Speaking of what I want to see. Yeah. I want to know what the Beanie Baby brothers and babes have against Uh each other. Well, the Beanie Babies 
post that I read. And, and if you want to click on this just to see how long it is for reference. Clicking. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's like, I don't know, how long would you say that is? Probably like three to five pages printed out. That's That's a solid four page essay <laughs> so yeah and this is all one post where someone with, is basically with links and oh my god yeah links for reference like articles to read the poster is just going off on how annoyed they are that people on ebay will read articles that quote the price of particular beanie babies erroneously and then those ebay users will post beanie babies at marked up prices and they don't know enough about the community to know that they're not asking for fair prices for their Beanie Babies on eBay. And this okay. person is annoyed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably going to happen with any kind of third uh, aftermarket thing. Yeah. People are going to know that there's value here, like sneakers. Mm, sure. Not everyone knows about sneakers, but if you happen upon a valuable pair of sneakers, you're like, I don't know. That I'll probably sell it for like two thousand dollars. What I'm saying is, four pages with citations is a lot to write for what I am assuming is not really that big a deal. Oh, I don't know if you think it's not a big deal, but the poster certainly thinks it's a big deal. And all 102 people who commented on it clearly wanted to weigh in. And I quote from the original post. So aside from all this, I've been involved in the Beanie Baby group on Facebook, which is run by three actual experts in the community who've been around since <clears throat> the beginning and know what they're talking about. <laughs> okay, sure. Somebody asked also if anybody on this thread remembered an image that was posted around the turn of the century. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. In which a couple was being divorced in court and had to divide up their beanie babies on the courtroom floor and then somebody responded very quickly saying yep here's the picture here it is <laughs> so that's what this second link is I here that, and yeah. it is exactly what you would think what looks to be a, a like middle class white couple kneeling down with a giant pile of beanie babies in like 1999 or 2000 and when it, and when we say giant pile of beanie babies the pile of beanie babies takes up more space on the floor than the two of them combined if they were to lay together yes it's a lot of fucking beanie babies so let's pivot from that okay. to dalmatians yeah what, there's a huge debate worldwide debate okay over whether dalmatians that do not have cloudy piss are true <laughs> dalmatians what the fuck <laughs> and again this was a very large post that went into detail about dalmatians have this particular issue with their urine okay. that makes it them prone to kidney stones and things like that okay and it also makes their pee cloudy and sometime like 50 years ago or so somebody wanted to breed dalmatians that didn't have this problem so oh that's nice actually dogs yeah. exist today that look like dalmatians that don't have piss that looks like that and don't have that problem oh but as mm -hmm. you can imagine people are arguing over whether those are true dalmatians right. or not 
And the way you could tell is by looking at how cloudy the P is. It's like if you took pugs and you wanted to solve the problem of how pugs' eyes fall out very often. <laughs> yeah. And you go, let's breed pugs that have uh, stronger eye sockets so their eyes don't fall out. And then people right. 50 years later go, that's not a true pug. Mine's a true pug because it's got an eye patch on it because its eye fell out. Right. From this Dalmatian post, quote, uh-huh. breed standard is a strict set of rules that sets the characteristics of what is and what isn't acceptable in a dog of a certain breed and the slightest deviation from breed standard can make the difference between a champion or a family pet. I mean, a Dalmatian's a Dalmatian. Like, just because it doesn't have cloudy pee doesn't, make it's, doesn't mean it's not a Dalmatian. Yeah, but you know it, those, like, Westminster dog shows? Like, yeah. It's all about trying to tell if this particular dog is a true example of the breed, right? Like the perfect example of what the breed should be. And the closer you get to that preset ideal, the closer you are to winning, right? The closer you are to number one. So anything that could deviate, like, for example, the consistency and cloudiness of your pee... But do they set you aside from a quote true breed? Do they test that in the best in show dog thing? Do they have? I don't know, but if you want to read about it, there are uh, plenty of posts and articles. I, I mean, I do now. I didn't know that's something I wanted to read about. Is dog? Do you know that's what I was going to be doing tonight? But here (laughs) we are. Gonna smoke a joint, read about some cloudy piss. (laughs) Also, the uh, strain of weed you're smoking. Oh, yeah, Dalmatian. Oh, you got to try this cloudy piss stuff. (laughs) So the last one that I saw in here that I really liked was a post in which somebody was sharing drama in the artisanal adult toys community. So that's really just fancy dildos. (laughs) More or less. This one's handmade by a guy (laughs) who only who lives off the land. You have no idea, dude. Oh, You're boy. Very close. Quote, so the artisanal dildo community is pretty rife with drama just in general. Okay, it's I an bet. interest group that borders on a lot of sensitive topics such as gender, sexuality, mm. and the whole complicated subject of sex itself. Sure. Can it be an a artisanal huge... dildo if it's made by a man versus a woman? Right. Exactly. What are the practices that go into it? Right. Like, what are the values, materials, all this, right? If being made by hand by one person, does that make it artisanal? Or does there have to be some right. sort of embossing or engraving into it? What's the batch size? Oh, man. I mean, batch size has to be one. So huge drama here over whether a new dildo making company can make dildos based on the artwork and designs of a defunct but very well regarded dildo company that went under in 2013 i mean that's an argument of copyright it is but it also touches on artistic integrity and what values the dildo makers have so it's not it's not really black well, and white. It gets kind of like a into a gray thing. If you're making artisanal dildos, you've definitely got a certain set of values that uh, may differ from the rest of the world. What are they, Rylan? I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's not, it doesn't show a lot of originality on your part. You know, no one loves a copycat, but I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> no, 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 please keep going. <laughs> Help. I'm dig- I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> no, no, you've you've dug this dildo. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make fucking artisanal dildos, fine, whatever. Thank you for the permission. But <laughs> <laughs> so a new dildo company making dildos based on the artwork of 
a different defunct company, that's a copyright problem. That's a trademark problem, right? There's, there's legal precedence for what can be done about that. What I would like to highlight here is that you have become as interested in this topic oh, as everybody shit. else on the subreddit. <laughs> Damn it. They got and me. fallen into my trap. I, I also <sighs> saw on this subreddit that uh-huh. there are particular users known for the hobby they post about. Okay. So the person who posted about Beanie Babies put that whole thing up and then somebody asked a question saying, hey, you're the expert on Beanie Babies. What do you think about this? The hobby drama police, sure. But it's not even the police. It's just like, a way for the community members to interact with each other and learn from one another because they know that this person who they've seen post about a particular topic is an expert in this oh, area. I see. If they're writing a four-page dissertation exactly. on Beanie Babies, they must be a professional Beanie Babyer. So the idea here, I think, is most of the posts are coming from people who are very involved with the debate. Yeah. Like they're part of the drama in some way and they are sharing it in like kind of a cathartic way to the rest of the community. Sure. Which allows everyone else in this community to learn about that thing and say, well, tell me more about what your stance is, right? Like it's a a real source of wisdom and learning for the entire community. I'm really curious if, if we were both to go on hobby drama and try and just, and just skim through and try and find drama from hobbies that we are part of that we don't know about. What would be a hobby? Well, dude, yours is easy because I can guarantee you sneakers is going to be on there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Someone has indeed posted about mechanical keyboards. Of course. Star Wars fandom, medieval reenactments, K-pop, tarantula keeping. Update to Tarantula Keeping. Oh, wow. This mechanical keyboard one is pretty interesting. (laughs) Oh, God. It's all about whether a certain switch can be used by one company. And these two companies were developing keyboards that are similar because they use a similar switch. And one of them was saying, you can't do that because we have the copyright on it. I mean, again, it seems like a copyright issue. Well, I think it often is. But then I I think when it is copyright... I think if it's a really clear-cut case, Uh then it's settled. Right. But I think there are times when it's a question of, it's a more ethical question and a question of whether this can be covered under the copyright law or the patent. And that's when the real drama starts because there are people on multiple sides in that case saying like, the law is clear, it is or it isn't. Other people saying, no, it's actually more of a gray area. I think it's this or that, I, yeah. I think that's where the real drama oh, yeah. is to be found. Definitely the drama to be found here is people trying to solve it themselves on the internet in front of other people. When in fact, if if there is in fact an issue with two keyboard companies, they need to take that to a court in front of a judge and try and figure out, you know, where they where they fall in the copyright law. But because it's the internet, people want to solve that for themselves. They want to be the expert to make that shit happen. Well, because it's the internet and also because I think oftentimes when it does involve a company like this, it's a company that makes a product for a very small but very diehard fan base. Right. Yes. If it's something really big that's like Nintendo versus Sony, uh-huh. people can argue about it, but they will. I feel like it's not going to get that heated because 
Nintendo and Sony aren't going to go back and forth for that long. They're like, this is not worth our time. I'm just going to give you however much yeah. they'll settle out of court, maybe. Yeah. Or they'll settle in court and then, you know, call it a day. Well, it's like it's really big news when Apple and Samsung have to do something in court. Right. 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 So I feel like with these smaller companies, they can't really afford to throw money at the problem. So they're kind of in the drama, too. And even before that, they probably don't have enough money to hire as many legal counsel or lawyers sure. in their company yeah. to avoid this before it even happens. Yeah. They get caught in this cycle and go, oh, I don't know if we're really in the right here. So then they turn to the people on the Internet to solve their problems, much like <laughs> I do. So, yeah, there are a lot of posts on here of people discussing the drama itself and how they felt about it discussing what they thought should and should not be considered true drama to be posted on the subreddit. So hobby drama would drama. always be there, there was like lots of linking to the main community in the post. So of course, so when posting hobby drama would then say, here are examples inside this community of what I'm talking about. And then yeah. readers in the subreddit about hobby drama can then learn more about that hobby. They maybe don't know a lot about even more context to solve the problem. And there's discussion over what to do on the hobby drama subreddit when posts relate to sexual misconduct. Yeah, that's... Which uh, then gets into, like, legal issues. Yeah. But it, it was refreshing to see that people cared about that. Sure. I think a lot of this has, like, a small window with which it can live inside. The moment you get to something more serious, everyone goes, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yeah. You need to call the police or something. <laughs> You need you need to file a restraining order. You need to do something beyond just posting about you know a stupid argument you're having about whether Dalmatian's piss is clear or not. You know, stupid. Excuse me. <laughs> Poor choice of words. Sorry. <laughs> um, there's kind of an unwritten rule going on in which it's all supposed to be fun and games, and it's okay. not really supposed to get serious because the people on hobby drama. I oh, think we can talk more about this right. on the end. They don't want to be part of drama. They only want to watch it. Right. That's the whole point. That's part of rule number one. They want to read and enjoy it, right? So right. they're not trying right. to actually create drama or perpetuate it. They just want to go, wow, look how entertaining this is. I mean... Save it for the end. Jersey, okay. It was it was refreshing to see that people did care about that and say, like, we don't want to be a part of any yeah, issues about sexual definitely. misconduct. And there were posts saying... We don't want to be starting a witch hunt against a particular person or group. We yeah. want to protect anonymity here. So the hobby drama subreddit itself was very low drama and people wanted to keep it that way, which was Interesting. cool, I thought. So they really just want to sit back and observe the drama. Right. I think it was a Black Mirror episode where there were time travelers as a vacation. So you would go in a group and time travel back to like the Old West or, you know, watch Hitler or something and watch mm -hmm. like sort of calamitous events happen in human past. I don't think that was Black Mirror. It, it's a very similar concept mm -hmm. to what's going on here. They, do, they just want to watch the destruction happen in front of them behind yes. a glass protective wall. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That was also what I saw with all of the other sub oh right. groups or the twitters the next doors the about Facebooks. hobby from yeah. other groups right i saw i took a look at the twitter account that posted things from next door okay next door is the craigslist type 
mm. app and service in which you can buy, sell, and discuss things with your really close neighbors. The Twitter account had a bunch of very funny posts that they were reposting to Twitter. Yeah, I'm ready. For example, urgent alert, there's a goat in my pool. <laughs> <laughs> or huge orgy and swingers party at Woodsonia Park Saturday night at 9.30 p.m. Wow, that is just a straight up open call. I mean, I guess, yeah, it makes sense. If you're going to have a swingers party, might as well make it open to anyone in the area. Yeah, and you want it to be a neighborhood thing, right? Yeah, you want to, you know, no one you comes over. weird, like, out-of-towners coming in. No one comes over and asks for a cup of sugar anymore or brings over a pie when they move in. You know what I mean? So you got to just But they can bring some, over their dick? They, you just got to invite them over some, for some fuck. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> just, hey, we're going to have a big swinging dick party over here. <laughs> My... Favorite one on the Twitter account from Nextdoor was sometime between late afternoon Tuesday, January 9th and Wednesday morning, January 10th, someone came onto our property and strategically placed a partially eaten wedge of pizza onto our motion detector light. (laughs) We have reported it to the Minneapolis police. That seems a bit drastic to go straight to the police because someone clearly high or really drunk, (laughs) meaning no (laughs) malice or harm, just... Thought it was a good idea to put some pizza on your light, man. <laughs> this pizza crust, though, had there were three different pictures from different angles. Oh, my God. Of the pizza crust. It looked like someone had just chucked it really well. And it just got hung there. And it just got stuck out there. Well, but, then you uh, can't this, move it. You got to let you got to let the people see your your random act of luck, you know? Well, exactly. Yeah. It's a display. It's like when you shoot a basketball and it gets stuck like right in the corner and it just sits there. Forever. Forever. You just got to let, before anyone goes to get it, you just got to go, wow, that's some shit, right? (laughs) What are the odds of that? These are all funny and they're all, uh, they all share the qualities of very distant from you and not ever going to affect you. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. That I think is very key in here. Oh, yeah. What I saw in all of these posts, right? Yeah. Well, again, it, you need that uh, level of disconnect and distance to be able to, yeah. as the subreddit wants you to, enjoy the drama. Right. Obviously, you're, if you're affected by the drama, it's not enjoyable because it's part of your life. Yeah. And this is a huge thing, right? It doesn't stop at hobby-related cultures, oh, right? Oh, boy. Like, this next-door stuff isn't really hobbies. You've got a subreddit called Internet Drama. There's yeah. also a subreddit for Nextdoor as well. They're, oh, yeah. Next, next door is its entire entity on its own. Yeah, there, there is every service has a group like this that posts posts from other services. And my concluding question and prompt for you and the listeners would be, why does this exist? Why, why is it something that shows up in every online community? I, I think drama is, I don't know why, but drama clearly is some part of human nature. Because we've been watching drama bullshit since we've had entertainment, you know? Right. I mean, literally, it's a it's a genre of movie and film and TV is a drama. It's a genre of play, yeah. It's a genre of play. Comedy is drama plus time, right? Is that is, Or sadness plus whatever it is. Tragedy Hail plus it. time. Got it in one. But people watch Jersey Shore because they want to watch all these stupid people argue about seemingly inane things. You know, people want to watch... A cop drama because it's a dramatic telling of a story. You know, people people like the interplay of other people in front of them. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. That's what all of our visual entertainment is pretty much. And if there isn't drama, it's kind of boring. 
Yeah, it's boring. If there's no tension, really. No giant robots? I'm this really is, not I interested. mean, look, if there's no giant robots, I'm out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but even if there were giant robots and they're just kind of, it's like an hour and a half of uh, the Transformers, but Optimus Prime and the Decepticons are just like hanging out on the beach, not doing anything at literally at all. That would be if, if uh, it was a French movie. nice nice so yeah my my question for you would be do you like drama and what kind if you do i like dramatic shows and movies of course i do i don't like drama in my life because that means there's some form of strife or tension between me and another person and i don't like that at all you know i just Mm -hmm. i want to i want everything to be copacetic man i just want to you know want everyone to be chill and happy and you know I, i'm not trying to cause tension i just want everything to work the fuck out <laughs> yeah I, I mean that's basically where i am too right sure. i think most people don't want to have conflict right if i ask you now like yeah. do you want to have a bunch of problems you're dealing with and dramatic things in your life you have to think about the answer is going to be no do you want to have a falling out between you and your best friend <laughs> yeah but but why is there this gravitation towards other people's drama that's that I, that I didn't think about that that's a good point you don't want drama in your own life yet we're so drawn to watching drama happen it's like watching a crashing train right like you can't look away mm-hmm. and we also will shame people who we think are dramatic and like drama right you don't want to be a drama queen or something like that right yeah. i think it's a strange kind of oxymoronic yeah very thing much where we all like drama, but don't want to admit that we do or don't want to be seen as someone who likes drama, even though we all do. I think there's a difference between liking being part of the drama and just mm-hmm. in finding some satisfaction in watching or enjoyment in watching other people's drama. I actually just watched something about this today. Uh, it's sort of tangentially related, but humans evolved to feel uh, social pain because if you didn't feel social pain when you did something shitty in your group and everyone yelled at you and shunned you, you were less likely to survive, right? Mm-hmm. So if you did something shitty and then you felt social pain because of it and you tried to make it up to people, they'd accept you back into the group and you'd have a higher chance of living. Right. So in terms of drama, drama feels bad because you're causing a group to break apart, right? Mm-hmm. And that is inherently bad to survival if, you know, if we're back in hunter-gatherer society. Sure. So yeah. to have a drama queen, quote unquote, who enjoys causing or stirring up drama, that feels like an inherently negative thing because you're breaking up the group on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, that's got to be something. My My theory about this is we like other people's drama when it's something we can relate to. Because it makes us feel safe not dealing with that drama, but knowing that we could be a part of it. Maybe it's a little bit of, we like watching drama happen in front of us as sort of an example. Mm. You know, sort of like, this is drama that I feel like could happen to me in some way. You know, whether it's Mm -hmm. friends breaking up in a TV show or, you know, a love triangle or something. You These are things not outside of the realm of possibility for any individual. Mm-hmm. So watching it happen in front of you is you kind of get to put yourself in that situation. Right. And there is some satisfaction to like solving drama, you know, once the drama in your life is done, you know, mm-hmm. 
there's some satisfaction there. So maybe maybe that's it. Maybe it's like watching it happen in front of you externally gives you the same satisfaction as if it were happening to you, but without all of the negative. Man, I'm fucking killing it this episode. <laughs> I think that as a society, <laughs> we have become so advanced with our art. Yeah. And created so much leisure. Yeah. That I believe drama and conflict are things that we don't experience that much and oh, subconsciously crave. Yeah. And I think we've created a world in which we don't really have to be part of drama that much. So when, like you're saying, when yeah. we see drama happening to other people and we see it get resolved, it feels really good to us because I agree with what you're saying. We're kind of putting ourselves in the shoes of those people. You know, you don't want to see an action movie where their big fight happens and it's like, all right, this is going to be the end of it. Let's. And then the movie ends. Right. Right. That would not be good. But if there's a lot of drama that you can see get resolved, then it feels good. Yeah. There's no payoff. Yeah. If there's a payoff, it's it can be satisfying. That's a really good point. Okay. Well, clearly we're experts on drama. We nailed it. Speaking of experts, I want to know what everyone else has to think about Tom and I's drama that has yet to be released to the world. Uh, we'll talk about that in our next episode. You can get at us on Twitter. Let us know what you think. I'm at Ryland Sedevi. And I am at the Tom Craig. And of course, you can use the hashtag no escape key in life. Uh, if you have any suggestions on anything, send those over to our email. That's totalimmersionpodcast at gmail.com. Do the whole thing of rating five stars. Telling a friend mostly helps. Share the love. Share the drama. <laughs> Get in an argument with your friend about this podcast, break up for a week, and then come back together and realize yes. that you really are best friends, Tell much like drama. Tom and I will do next week on the podcast. And prepare Tom to be dramatic with me next week. We're going to get an argument. Say that? Why'd you fucking say that to me? Good, good. Harness that energy. You yes, don't know how Tom. to do this podcast. I'm the only one who does anything around here. Yes, Tom. Come to the dark side. <laughs> Use your anger. Let it flow through Let you. Let it flow through you, Tomakin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, everybody. Word. Word.